This is Kieran Murphy, the founder and presenter of the Across the Four Lakes podcast. Sean Murphy to John Murphy. This is Connor Lawler. This could be the icing on the cake. Second goal for Carlo. And surely now they're into the Leinster semi-final. Carlo have restarted quickly. Long ball sent into that inside forward line. Oh, and it's broken for James Doyle. Goal chance for Carlo and they've taken it. My guest on the Across the Four Legs podcast is Joe Nolan. The Ballon Killing man loves his GAA and all sports. If there is any doubt about that, then he was due to attend an under-11 soccer training session tonight, but it was called off. So he was able to get into the podcast a little bit sooner. Joe, I appreciate you drifting in. I was playing in the Dolman Golf Society today and we're having a function tonight. And um, it means I'll be able to get there on time for a change. I'm usually late. So I'll be there in time, and I, as I say, I appreciate you coming in that little bit earlier. All well with you? Yeah, all good, Kieran, and thanks very much for having me on. Uh, long time listener um, to uh, to some uh, been some fabulous programs you've putting out on the series so far, and it's uh, it's wonderful that we have all things sporting and all things Carlo, um, you know, to listen to. Um, I think it's wonderful and fair play to you for all the good work. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I've listened to you a good bit on the, the Left Wing podcast. I know Kevin is working on his rallying podcast at the moment, but I'm sure at some stage the GAA will kick back in again and you'll be you'll be back with Stephen and and Kevin. That's the plan anyway, or or is that a plan? I, I think that is the plan, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think the good thing that uh, Kevin found over the last couple of years is that while we he, he, there's been great interest obviously in um all things carology county wise but um i think he actually found that there was a huge interest um in the club game which is brilliant to see you know sometimes we we kind of forget that at the end of the day while we're, we're carlo people we're all club people as well and he found that uh, there was a huge interest there at club level as well and i think this year like you said he's a busy man with the, with the rally podcast and the left wing back and and all things as well um, so I think he's going to focus uh, when the left wing back comes back. It'll be with a focus on on club activity, which will which will be great. And of course, yeah, yeah. that won't be too long about coming either. Yeah, the leagues have started, and um, not for the hurling, obviously, but for the the football. And I think all the leagues are thrown in at this stage, haven't they? They have, yeah. Um, all the I suppose the preliminary games with the change in the format this year was kind of interesting. Um, there was matches on, you know, around the Paddy's weekend and even beforehand. And I think the groups are formulated as a result. Um, so, yeah, it's kicking off quite early. Um, I suppose, look, lads have been training a couple of months, as you know. There's nearly no off-season now for, for a footballer or for any lad who kind of takes it very seriously. And I suppose for them, it's great for them to, you know, to get up and going. And um, I suppose from a hurling point of view, we'll have the Bulger Cup, uh, you know, and the Bulger Shield and Kilkenny Leagues and Leinster Leagues kicking off as well. So while our own championship, you better be, be very careful, Joe. There's no kicking off in GAA games. <laughs> throwing in whatever you want to say. <laughs> uh, as I said, throwing in. Uh, you're, uh, I stand corrected to you, but uh, uh, that that's that's my under eleven soccer uh, in my head for this evening. You see, but 
Um, yeah. but yeah, look, it's it's a busy time with the GA. It's there's a lot going on, you know. While we think there's an, an off season at the minute, and, and we're our eyes to the championship maybe later in the year, our own club championships. Uh, but there's lots of there's a big busy game schedule there at the minute uh, across Carlo and Leinster and, and beyond, you know. Yeah, I come back to Ballon and kill Ballon and kill in a while, but um, you were in the Sligo game. Um, I suggest you are one of a very small minority of people who, how would I say it? You missed the Six Nations game. You were a minority of people that came in came in to watch m- matches around the country at five o'clock last Saturday when the Six Nations game was on. Yeah, probably. Um, I suppose I was on my way back. I I, I added a little caveat there. I was on my way back from Ockram. I was up at the minor hurling match as well that day. And um, myself and my daughter, Ida, were out for the day. Um, she was going swimming in, in Grey Cullen uh, that evening at six o'clock. And we said it'd be lovely. We got to see we got to see all the first half. And then I, I just at half time, I, I doubled back, dropped her down to Grey Cullen. I was back in for the second half. Um, but yeah, 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 but it was lovely. Uh, look, uh, you know, I, I love supporting my county. Um, I think I think Saturday evening matches, aside from the big Six Nations match, um, I think Saturday evening matches are just absolutely brilliant. It's not like you can't just beat Saturday night lights, as I say. Um, I, you know, my, me personally, I love it. My kids love being in there on a Saturday evening as well. And uh, there was a nice sprinkling of people in the stand, which was good to see. And we, we did have an ear, uh, we did have an ear to the, to the rugby and fairness. There was a man behind me, actually, two men behind me. Both Sligo men and both living in Carlow. I didn't get their names. Um, two yeah. lovely men. Um, and they were uh, we were having to chat and keeping an eye on the Six Nations as well. So we were supporting them. As I say, while we were in Carlow in person, we were supporting the Irish team uh, from a yeah. distance. Yeah. I must say, I had a, a discussion with Willie Quinlan on the sending off. We were watching it on his phone. Yeah. And whether the English player, the, the first English player, should have been sent off. And... Um, we disagreed on it earlier. I, I felt that it was harsh and Willie said he had to go. So as I say, we we agreed to disagree and mm-hmm. I watched the rest of the game then the Sligo game. What do you think of it, um, Joe? Like Sligo have ten points now after last weekend and I felt there wasn't a lot between us and Carlo have only five points with one game left, you know. Was, yeah. am, I, am I reading that right? Or you uh, you experienced it. Yeah, I think you are. I mean, there wasn't, um, you know, I think probably when it came down to it, maybe, um, or lack, maybe, I won't say, we, we had a lot of ball in the opposition half. And I, I just think at the minute, maybe, or in that match, maybe we were, you know, maybe lacking, I won't call them finishers, but that type of a forward. Um, especially, I suppose, with the breeze in the first half, um, you know, which was quite sizable. Um, you know, we didn't actually get that many shots away. We We were kind of, we were very like I thought we were well up defensively, and we, you know we we brought a lot to Sligo, but I think offensively, you know we we had a lot of reluctance there to, to to get on the ball and take shots, um, and I think that probably cost us it cost us in the end, you know. Um, I suppose look if you think about it too, there was a couple of big chances. Um, I always get the Bambrick. Uh, Mikey Bambrick had a great goal chance in the first half, um, which you yeah, know, I, I reported that ball was taken off the line by a defender, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it hit the butt at the left hand post there either. Yeah, and and like if you if we get that goal, we're in a different we're in a you know we're in a different position. We're you know we we have a, a lead, a kind of a commanding lead to take into the break. Um, uh, like I mean, look the lad the, the lads that were there were so honest. I mean, Jesus, um, you know they 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 gave everything for for Carlo on, on the evening. I I just yeah. thought like. I just, I just thought maybe our lack of lit, that little bit of cut or trust in around the goal, um, probably caught us. 
So I go around to pick us off at pace. Um, you know, uh, Pat Spillane's son there midfield. I think he ended up kick, kicking four points, four, four brilliant scores. The centre forward, you know, picked us off for a couple of points and he, and he was involved in, in the goal moves as well for them. And I suppose when when they were coming at us, they were coming at us with a, with a with like very direct and with a lot of purpose. Whereas maybe we were a little bit more ponderous or a little maybe slower to move the ball. Um, when and, we got into and that half. showed with the first goal they got early on. You know, they attacked from deep, bang, bang, bang. Suddenly, the ball is in the back of the Carlo net. Yeah, and and that's it. it, it like they didn't they didn't tend to go sideways if you get me with the ball, which I think we we're a, maybe a little bit little guilty of. Um, you know, that, I'm sure you're a bit. We were more than a little guilty. I felt. I felt we did an awful lot of recycling the ball. We get it into maybe thirty meters from the goal, and the next minute the ball went back on the halfway line. Yeah, and I and I think sometimes too taking a chance. Um, well, I suppose right. There's two points there. I suppose going sideways sometimes. I don't know. And again, this is not Neil Carew or anyone, but I think sometimes in football and maybe more so in football because maybe it's a it's a slower paced game in terms of how the ball is moved, you know, up, up and down the pitch. But I think a lot of players are nearly conditioned now not to take chances. Whereas, you know, I think sometimes you have to, you know, you, you, you have to be, you have to take on the shot. Um, and I also think maybe as well, especially when, when, when we isolated Dara Foley in there and not a, a good few times one-on-one. And especially with, you know, I, I do say like if Dara, catches, if Dara catches one of those balls, if five balls goes in when he's one-on-one, and, and I think it'll take a good full back to break five balls away cleanly from Dara, Dara Foley when they're going in there. Like you well, that sense. happened down at Waterford, you know, a few balls were thrown yeah. and eventually got one and it turned out to be the match winner in the end. But that's exactly it and maybe get a goal as well. I mean, if you like I said, if you put in if you put in five balls on top of him and he gets two points or he's fouled and, and the likelihood is it's a strong likelihood. It's not, you know, you're putting in a, a wasted ball or whatever on top of him or indirect because he is a scoring threat. And I suppose we found in the second half when we were playing into the breeze and even for small part of the first half, when Dara came out came off the edge of the square, it certainly took a big focus out of our attack in terms of, you know, someone to move the ball into and a scorer as well. Um, but look, that's something I'm sure Niall and, and the management team are working on. I know like they were missing, you know, they're, they're down a few players and they're, you know, there's different between injuries and, and, and you know, different lads away and so on. Um, Kieran Moore, you know, with, with a wedding etc. or the honeymoon, etc. So maybe their options were a little bit tighter as well. Um, yeah, Crowley, big loss there now. Oh, uh, massive. I mean, look, yeah, massive. I mean, like a real finisher. I mean, look what he did in the club championship this year. and He did for his college as well. Um, you know, he, he like like we said, probably that clinical. You know, if you look at the Sligo team, they probably had three forwards there who you knew when they got on the ball, they were going to do a lot of damage in terms of getting on the score. You know, they were, as I said, they weren't they weren't men that were going to recycle the ball. They were going to put their head down and go and get scores. And yeah. I I think maybe we were just we we've lacked that at times maybe in the league. And but like it's not like I said, it's not down to effort or lack of effort or lack of hard work or whatever else. It's it's maybe. We're trying to get a, We're trying to play a, a style that suits maybe the players that we have available on any given league game. You know. Yeah, and Dara, I was talking to him after the game for the Nationalist, and he made the point that a lot of those fellas are only 22, 23 yeah. years of age, and he sort yeah. of encouraged them to to stay absolutely. at it and not not sort of abandon oh, at this stage no, of it. No, I, absolutely, and I think that's a very, he's a very positive voice in there. I mean, I think he actually is after reinventing himself. To be honest with you, Dara. Since he's gone in there, I mean, in 2017, you know, that type of time, I suppose it's five or six years ago now, 
he was maybe further out the field or he's playing a different role in the team. But I think he gives that young team a real fulcrum and he, he leads on the pitch, not only this year, but last year, you know, even in the league and the Talton Cup campaign and that, he he was excellent. And I hope he, for him as well, I think uh, I'm right in saying that he's coming on, you know, he's closing in on a big milestone himself in terms of, um, I think he's maybe, I can't remember what he scored at the weekend, but I think he was, when he started the weekend, was he 26 points short of, of I think it was Brendan Hayden's, all-time Carlos scoring record and it'd be it's probably fitting for him for what he's given uh, if anyone is to break the record I think it will be Dara because of his long service and, and, and I may, I may get Liam McGough on, on again and find out where where exactly he is uh, but listen thanks for that um, little no tip off I wouldn't have had my Fingers on well, the post there. Well, you can thank. Uh, I think it was it was Jared Isle who told me the Jared the PRO there told me. Yeah. Um, just on Saturday, we happened to be chatting to him for a bit, and uh, he, he so you know it was nice. It's a nice thing to know, and uh, it's a big thing. Given like you, you know you you you've you've spoke about it and you've talked about it recording in in both the paper and and the podcast. Given that mouse, I suppose, uh, yeah. you know, over yeah. Pat Cody's record as well. So it shows that the new guns are. Are really setting big targets and and you know and and really setting standards for for all those coming under him as well, you know. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention it today, but you mentioned Jared Doyle. He's really um, grasped the nettle there with the PRO. Nettle probably is the strong is not the correct word, but he's brought um, digital media into the equation in a big way, and he has the WhatsApp group there going. I think you're on that group, are you? Well, um, had a hurdle, I mean, had a hurdles anyway, you know, a media yeah, WhatsApp group. Yeah, he's yeah. got um Twitter yeah. going there. I'm not quite sure about Facebook. I don't use Facebook that much myself, but he has got Twitter humming there on match days and yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a lot of stuff going into the nationalist on, yeah, on previews and that kind of stuff. He's he's doing a great job, I think. He is doing a great job. There's a great like I said, I I know um on match days, I suppose, when you only have, you need a PRO team because you know yourself, you can't be everywhere at once and, you know, certain days are not going to suit. And I know um, Stevie Van Brick does, a, you know, a good bit of the tweet and they share the, they share the workload in terms of match day tweets and stuff. And there's other people helping out, like we said, Pat Ahern and that, you know, at the photos and, and, and they're, they're, they're brilliant because young people now, digital media, like you said, they're young people now, when I say young people, yeah. I suppose people up to you know a lot younger than us anyway, and 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 not so young, but they 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 like they they like to see their their photo. You know, you can download a picture, you save your screen, your screenshot. We're in a different age now, and in fairness to Ger, he's done that, and I suppose also as well, great credit to him. You know, at the national league games there as well, they had the jersey um raffles at halftime, bringing in the kids. A big thing. I know my own school, and I said it before. When I say my own school, I meant my own national school over road here in Nurney, where my kids go to school and. They love like um Damien Jordan is is there is there the GDO that comes out to him and and Damien brings out, you know he caught the the kids call them match their tickets like it's you know under sixteen is going free to a game but they get a ticket going in and they think it's yeah, you know their name yeah. put their name on it and they enter in a draw, and I know for myself my own kids um and while I'm very interested in the GA and all things like that my kids will be a bit wishy washy on it but um. They love it. They love the whole the build up and Jesus Daddy, we have free tickets to go in, we we'll go in and see the yeah, game yeah, and win. Yeah, yeah. And the draw at half time and they're on the pitch. And that all builds it just builds we'll go and call it brand Carlo. It it builds Carlo, builds the interest in the GA, builds the ties to going to the matches, to be a supporter. It doesn't mean like I said, for my kids, 
I, you know, they might never play GA, and that's 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 their choice. And I'm, you know, I'm happy for whatever they decide to do. But if they go in and support, if they're there in to support the the Carlo, you know, the Carlo teams, and and get the enjoyment out of that, as I do still, isn't yeah. that wonderful? Isn't that what sport yeah. is all about? You know, so fair play. What to it, it's only a small point, but it, it it is an important point. There was a time there they wouldn't allow the children out onto the pitch. Now I know you have to look after the pitch, and there's children welfare and all kinds of stuff that goes on with allowing children to sort of express themselves, you know, especially unsupervised. But down in Wexford, they used to allow the kids down onto the pitch and it was a fabulous, fabulous sight. But now in Carlisle, they're doing it as well, you know, and um, it's a great, it's, you know, that's part of what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose sometimes we can be, I know from club level, you know, the big, the big worry as volunteers we're all worried about is insurance. You know, something happens and next thing, and unfortunately in the GA, and and from a, coming from a club point of view, they they'll often tell you that it's not player, you player injury where the biggest claims have ever been. It's what they call the slips and trips on club grounds that you, yeah. your insurance premiums are going up for that. And I suppose there was a, a, a you know, people are trying to protect themselves too in terms of it's not that they want to be killjoys and that and like that, but. You know, and it's sad in some ways. I mean, I see in, like in, in, in clubs around the country where some, you know, some will take a chance and leave their gates open and some will close their gates because you leave your gates open, you know, you're leaving yourself you know, yeah, open yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a sad, it's probably a sad indictment here, not of the GA, but of where maybe we are in some ways in society in terms of where our mindset is, is going yeah. or has to go in terms of protecting you know, something, But there's a podcast in that in itself. <laughs> The whole, the whole podcast series, maybe. Yeah, maybe fact, that's an fact. idea, you know. Listen, yeah. we move on to the following day. Were you were you at a dairy match, the senior hurling match, the national league game? Yeah, I made, I made I made some of it. Didn't make all of it. Unfortunately, yeah. we were hurling. The under twenties were hurling that morning. We hurled uh, Westmead in the training centre. So I had to, as I say, make a quick dash across. Are you, are you with the under twenties this year, Joe? I, I am just a, I'm liaison person uh, with them. Very good. Um, very good. Really enjoyable, great, great bunch of really hard working, honest players. Um, I, I think, I suppose sometimes, um, you know, the, the flagship teams, we kind of hear about what the effort that the lads, that the lads in the flagship teams are putting in, which is you tremendous. mean the seniors and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, we call yeah the senior teams, but I mean, I, I know these lads, they say the under twenties have been going since you know before, just before Christmas, and training three times a week. Huge commitment, um, to them lads, you know, who are in college. Some lads working, some lads doing the leave insert. Three times a week, honest, great young men. And Sunday was, you know, like I said, we, we had a game planned on Sunday and, you know, there was no issues with the lads, you know, they, they were there and, you know, we, we we had our bit of food afterwards and we had some good majority lads headed into Carlo afterwards. But uh, so, yeah, I was in I was in at the I was in at the game. Um, like Who's I said, manager at that side, Joe? Uh, uh, Brendan Hayden. Brendan, so, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brendan, Brendan is there. Uh, David Galway, um, and Adrian Corcoran are are involved as well as coach selectors. Um, Arla Curry as well is is our physio as well. And I'm like I said, I'm I'm delays on person just dealing with the the bits of day to day stuff. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's yeah. great and there's a good buzz there and, and the lads are flying it. So you know. How would you get on against Westmead? Um, got on okay. Uh, went lost by a couple of points in the end, but we we wouldn't have been too worried. Obviously, we we had a few lads tied up with the senior panel, with a few injuries and stuff. Um, so we we were happy enough, very happy, very windy day out there. Um, so kind of a game of two halves, as I say, you know. So 
but uh, they're going well. We're we're prepping for our first round game. Um, we're playing Kerry, uh, on the first Saturday, the first of April. Um, so that'll you know just a, a group of three, which is brilliant for the lads. It's not you know it's not all you know like years ago kind of it, it's you know you're aiming for one day and if it's one not, game you're gone. Yeah, so it's just group of three and uh, sorry, group of four and uh, you know a couple of teams go out, so it gives you a chance to you know if, even if you don't get over over the line the first day, you you know you have two more games to yeah. get results. So we've played Leash as well and then Kildare in our last game over and kind none of, of those a, games are simple. No, they're not. No, I mean, look, uh, you know, Leash are always tipping away well. Leash were in the Leinster minor final last year. I know, right? They'll be young to go up to under twenty, but they'll be good. You know, they'll be good, 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 uh, uh group there. Kildare, uh, Kerry, I suppose, are a little bit unknown. They're in the Munster minor championship now as well. So obviously, the standard of hurling down there has improved over the last good few years, and we know what they're like at senior level. You know, they're 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 nip and tuck. So that'll be a tight game. And Kildare, I I suppose, are the big. Maybe the big white hope for Ireland, maybe now in terms of uh, Ireland, you know, with the, the numbers, the the increase in the playing numbers in in Kildare, I suppose the buy-in up there, um, you know, their senior team going well, their twenties yeah. going well for a couple of years. So, look, they won't be easy, but like I said, all we can ever ask of the lads is to, you know, that they've had a good year with it so far, and hopefully they'll get to show the fruits of their labour in those matches, and and we come out the right side. Go back to the scene you saw on Sunday. Got two goals, kind of cute. I think scored two goals. Yeah, yeah. Chris Nolan was back there, six points as well. Marty yeah. got four points. Yeah. So, um, what's your feeling? What did you think? Oh well, I I think Sunday was more, theory, you know. Yeah, well, that's it. I think Sunday was more about, you know, Sunday was more about getting over the line, just making sure that you know that there was never a doubt in terms of of uh, you know relegation issues. I suppose no more than the footballers the day before, you know, they were down a few lads with, with a few things going on and, you know, suspensions as well, with, you know, Jack and stuff like that. So, look, I think Sunday Sunday was just getting the job done, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was just getting the job done, getting a few minutes, getting minutes into lads' legs, maybe tidying up a few things with a game plan. Um, But I wouldn't be reading too much into it. Um. I suppose I was thinking today and was talking uh, talking to I can't remember one of the senior players we, we were sitting down after training we happened to bump in the the twenties and the seniors were kind of in eating after their after training there one of the nights camera which the player said it but you know sometimes even going further in the league especially in our league where you end up replaying um in, as in Division Two A where you end up replaying one of the teams you played already. You, you, sometimes like going further in the league while there's while there is promotion which is obviously a big plus but in terms of um the overall Even picture these not the, players in a knockout situation yeah but but it but it also leaves you playing another week on week you, you know if you if you qualify for the semi-final like Offaly and and, and uh Kerry are one of them will play they played last weekend they're playing this it, weekend they played four, ga- four games in a row and that's including a Joe McDonough game and and, and that's a that's exactly it. So in some ways, it's it's a tricky, you know. I, I mean, right? If you know, I know you want to get promoted and go up and play a higher level of hurling if possible, but it's not a this is like in fairness, Carolyn now and Tom Lally and these lads will have a couple of weeks there where they can get bodies right, you know, get the game plan that they want in place, and it, it's not the end of the world that you know they are that they are facing into the Joe Mac. Um, you know, still in Division Two A for next year. I, I don't, I don't see it as a disadvantage. You know, um, and again, you know, the with the Joe Mac coming on, coming on. Like, I mean, look, there's no easy game in this. If you look at the teams, um, there's not well, one. Like Leash are back on that, aren't they? 
Le- leash are in it, yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's hard to know what leash again. I was thinking about that in the car on the way home this evening. I mean, I was thinking of uh, uh, sometimes, you know, again, lads will say, oh, the plus is all your hurt, they're hurling at a higher level. They are in some ways, but if you're taking beatings as well, no matter how, no matter how you try to put it out of your mind for the, when Joe McDonough comes, uh, you know, that, that psyche of having lost six or seven games on the trot, that mindset is hard to shake. And absolutely, you know, absolutely. You know and, and so it'll be tricky, but look, they're a fine team, you know, they've unearthed a few more players over the league as well. Um, so they'll be hard beaten. Um, but there's no easy, like there's literally not one easy game. There's no kind of a gimme game in that. I mean, Kildare came up after winning the Christie ring last year and they would be one I would reckon one they'd fancy their chances against any of the teams there now whereas sometimes when a Christy Ring team might come up you'd be, as I say it'd be like a pudding as I say you'd be expecting you know to get an easy win there but there's not one easy game in, in, in it but yeah. look I think um, I think I think the good thing for Carlo point of view after after the league and they're a very different team that maybe started the league and, and started the Kyo Cup in terms of personnel and I think they'll be back more to form hopefully for the Joe Mac we might see I think we might see them back at their very best um, come to Joe Mac and hopefully with a full hand to pick from as well yeah yeah uh, just looking there at the Carlo team I didn't see too many Ballon Killen fellas on it so um, well, we have two. Where it's fallen, or or well, I think Jack Tracy was the only one who started. Yeah, yeah, he? no, well, well, yeah, no, Jack, well, yeah, no, Jack, Jack, I didn't start that game. Um, it was late change, but he, he, um, he's on the Jack is on the panel, and um, Kieran Whelan is on the panel. That's right. And yeah, fir- yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough. Like, but the last day, even against up against um, Offley, uh, Kieran was playing playing well. Probably got forty minutes, pulled the hamstring, so he was yeah. he was out for for this weekend, and then. Um, Jack and Furness has nearly played all the league games, so you know the two boys are, I suppose, you know they're we're delighted to have him in there. Um, but other than that, I suppose like you know over the last couple of years, the, the, we've had a, more representation. Maybe the the two walls, uh, Craig and Dion, um, are on army duty. So uh, you know it's very hard for them to they've been abroad with the army, very hard to commit. Uh, you know I'm just thinking of them. Um, you know and Kevin is still in college down in Limerick, who was with in there as well. Tomas Dowling is working. Oh, I'm, I'm not grilling or anything like that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know. I look yeah. and see how many Ballinkinnon lads were on this team, but there was yeah, only and it's most, just, Gee, that's just that's the, unusual but, because yeah, second to none really in contributing towards the county. Yeah, well, I suppose. Oh, like said, yeah. yeah, I suppose. Look, or, or, or like I said, I was explain they're kind of that the lads' commitments this year. It's like any club, you know, from year on year. Like I mean, lads will get married and lads will move away and stuff. And I suppose they, like lads have their time too. I mean, look. In the last couple of years, there, if you take from Ballinkillen point of view and Carlo point of view, like there's two big leaders gone, you know, and, and David English for from Ballinkillen point of view, what service he gave County Senior at 18 years of age, you know, has given everything. Um, Eddie Bourne as well, I'm thinking, you know, from Mount Leinster Rangers point of view, massive, you know, men. massive, uh, massive, massive leaders, massive, you know, just ma- massive. You know, without saying or doing that, and they're just, you know, real good people to have in a camp and. You know their their losses, but look, I mean, in in the flip side, first Tom and and the lads, you know, um, Fake Fitzpatrick is is you know a, really a key player now. Awesome. Connor, awesome. Connor, yeah, yeah, Connor Kill is in in there, you know. So there's there's different people in there, you know. Now they're stepping up, and I suppose that's the beauty of County Hurling. Yeah, yeah. Listen, not much you can say at this stage. The the seniors had Kildare in what we call the championship to Joe McDonough. The footballers yep. have Wicklow in two weeks' time. 
I'd imagine Wicklow would be a different different gravy to what turned up in the league in Carlo. But you'd like to think that Carlo had developed as well. I, yeah, I mean, I, I do think so. And like, again, I, I think going in as the underdog or, you know, I know we, as I said, we did draw in the, in the, in the opening league game, but going in kind of to the championship as the underdog, maybe with Wicklow kind of pushing on since, um, I think, I don't think, I think that's a good thing for us. Um, I, I would, you know, I think it'll come down a couple of lads carrying little locks, knocks and niggles, like, you know, and I didn't hear whether Conor Crowley will be back or is he gone, you know? No, look, he's looked bad because I remember up, was it in Leeds yeah. that he, Literally lasted a couple of minutes and was, yeah and um, and you know and, and and you know I know Colin Hulton has picked up a knock or two and you know other lads you know just just picking them as examples the lads I think I think we'll need um we'll need everyone as I say fit you know what I mean everyone we'll we'll need the full panel if we're to if we're to turn them over um again just on that I suppose the the upside from a Carlo point of view or even if we do um lose um you know we have a good Talton Cup um campaign you know as in there's a good Talton Cup this year with with a group games as well so you have guaranteed three more games and at least so it'll be plenty of days out for Carlo fans hopefully as well yeah just before I let you go I let's go back to Balnekin Owen Larkin has gone this year is he yeah Owen Owen, uh, Owen is gone yeah um Owen is Owen Owen had two good years with us in fairness we're delighted with Owen brought us to you know, brought us to new levels. Um, yeah, especially did a book of a in county finals, winning a county final. He did, yeah. Really? I mean, look, no. the first year, the, the first year he was a disaster for him in terms of injury and player availability. You know, and then in second year, I think we got to, to see the benefits of him. And um, I suppose we 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 are kind of in house this year in terms of Pat English is is managing his path. I mean, look, I don't think his experience speaks for himself with with Kildare and Nace yeah, and Carlo yeah. under twenties and seniors. So we're delighted to have Pat and the boys are. The boys are working hard. It's going to be an interesting club championship again. I was only thinking about that, Kieran. Yeah. I mean, there's you know, with the six teams there, there's going to be a lot of top games. It's really you know, there's there's four or five teams there. They'll they'll only they'll they'll be mad to play and mad. They'll fancy their chances given the championship a real crack. Yeah, and as I said Mullins remind me one or two lads like Jack Haven as that. I think I had them down as fifth or sixth place last year in the league. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually, to be honest with you, um, I know I'll big up my own club and all, but I see them actually nearly. In a, I thought, I thought a couple of years ago they were going to hit kind of when they lost Seamus Murphy and that, and you know, lads, one or two lads drifted away. I thought, geez, right, maybe there, there's a change in the guard. But what I'm seeing now, I would actually put them in as probably championship favourites, to be who, honest who, with you. Who? Your club? I'd put St. Mullins. No, I would. I'd Mullins, probably have sorry, to, yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've unearthed the likes of, you know, Paddy Bolden is, is is a major find. You know, you have um, Young Connolly come in the corner back, you Paddy Coe back, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're just so solid, you know. And there's there's not that much rebuilding to be done in that team. They're all men you know, in their prime. Even if they have a few... Bad games. The, the self belief is always there. They all have to do is to say, "Look at the twenty something championships we've won, or has even got into the thirties at yeah. this stage." Yeah, agreed. And and what they are is they're a knockout team, Kieran. If they come paddy last and they just scrape through to the semi final, that's probably yeah. when they're at the most dangerous. So that's when they peak, you know. It's late years away. Fact. A fact. Yeah. Listen, Joel. Great to talk to you. Thanks. You too, Kieran. Thanks very much for yeah. having me.